0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Host. Today on Cookie Cast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. You've got me for the day, which uh, which is an interesting one this time because uh, I talk about some stuff that I did that I wasn't really proud of. That could be all, all sorts of stuff. That could be everything. But in this one, there's a couple of key things. Uh, so yeah. Humble pie on the menu today. Before we get started, you could uh, you could take two seconds to like, share, and subscribe. You could leave us a review of the podcast or any of our podcasts, and uh, just generally share the podcast around. Send it to your people, send it to your friends, your family, friends of family, everybody. Anyway, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. Oh, works first time. Unusual the amount of technical issues I've been having recently. That is a surprise. Anyway, let's get cracking because. Whew, she's a big one, she's a big one, she's big, which no doubt means we'll be done in 30 minutes and I'll be like, well, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be, so, I've got kind of a bit of making up to do, Um, something happened, uh, Something happened a week ago, and I didn't talk about it this time last week. And I think I had to process it is part of it, and I also don't feel I don't feel proud about it. So there's that as a bit of embarrassment. It's a bit of that's not good. It's a bit you know all of these things mixed together, and. As the week went on And certain sorts of things Subsided I was a bit like Should have probably mentioned it Um, I Had An incident in a car park uh, A week ago And Like I say, I'm not proud Uh, One of those situations It was a combination Of like, a couple of th- a couple of things that were kind of like, uh, I don't want to use this word in this way, but, like, a couple of things that kind of triggered me. Um, I wasn't sure if I was being, you see these people who are getting these, like, it's kind of like insurance scammed and, and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, so um so I'm in a car park. As you as you may have gathered, I was in a car park last week and uh, I was looking for a parking space. But it wasn't like one of those, oh there's no spaces. It was a it was lunchtime on a Monday. So and the car park I was in was massive and one of the uh one of the places that's at this car park one of the stores isn't even open anymore so there's even more car parking spaces it wasn't i was lo- wasn't was looking for a space like that i was looking for a space as in i was looking for somewhere to park. um and i made a turn to come out of one of the car park lanes and all i was going to do was make the next right turn find the first space pull in and wait i wasn't even parking i was just going to wait um, as i came out of the first lane and made the turn there was a zebra crossing and um because of like the angle i'd come out as i'd basically level like gone straight i was already in the zebra crossing and didn't think anything of it because the direction i was going there's no but he, nobody's parking down there there's no people down there none of that admittedly there was a zebra crossing but it didn't matter because there was nobody there also i thought so as i'm halfway through the zebra crossing bearing in mind if you think about like when you're sat in a car you've got Bump, you know the the front bumper, the bonnet, the windscreen. Then you, certain cars that can be like, you know, six six foot. Um, so if I'm sat in the zebra crossing, six foot, of the car is already in the zebra crossing. Um, so there's no nobody there, and then a man appeared out of thin air. Now there's a couple of things here. one is there's a hedge to, to consider, and this man wasn't very tall, so essentially, he was behind the hedge, and he just, kind of like, it was almost like he jumped out, now this, this surprised me, but I was like, eh, you weren't waiting to cross, I know that for a fact, you just appeared from behind this hedge, And you're now waiting to cross. I'm already halfway through the zebra crossing. Job done. I'll just carry on. I'll go and find somewhere to park. But it surprised me in the way that I was like, oh, I didn't even see there was anyone there because there wasn't. So doing what I considered to be the right thing, uh, I stuck my hand up and I said, um, you know, Stuck my hand up to do the, oh, sorry, didn't see you, and carried on. In my head, that should have been the end of it. But it wasn't. So as I continued, the magical appearing man decided, I've got a great idea. I'm going to take offense at this situation. I'm going to hit your car, which is what I did, back, left, side of the car, now, here's where the the factors come into it, as we know, for the last few weeks, I've not been in the best place, mental with uh, mental health stuff. Um, I've been, you know, wandering around in this sort sort of fog. And admittedly, and this is one of those situations, I'll hold my hand up, I've been quick to anger. Another situation to take into account was that my son, my baby, is in the car seat, in the back of the car, asleep, pretty much exactly where this guy has hit the car now that is not a great combination the third thing to take into account is what I said this guy wasn't waiting to cross, it wasn't like he was waiting at the crossing and I drove up and went screw you pal, I'm driving a car here and I'm going to drive through that crossing that is not what happened, he was not waiting to cross, if he had been I stopped and I let him cross once I saw him and acknowledged him I apologised which I didn't need to do because he wasn't waiting to cross so you add all those factors together and hence there was an incident and the incident was this I stopped the car I put it in park and i got out and there was there was an exchange now did i fly off the handle absolutely did like i said combination of things and i was i was not having that here's where things got weird the guy looked like he'd been dragged through a hedge backwards and then thrown through a wood chipper. Was wearing a mask, but wasn't wearing a mask. Had it under his chin, and we were outside. And I'm pretty sure, from the way he was talking and the way he was acting, that at... I I know I said it was lunchtime, but I don't think it was quite lunchtime, so... Uh, whatever time on a Monday morning, pretty sure he was pissed because of the way he was speaking. And I was like, okay, this is not a situation I want to be a part of because at this point in time, what starts trickling into my rage-fueled, anger-fueled brain is this could be one of those insurance scams that you hear about where people jump out in front of cars and then expect to get to to be able to claim on people's insurance and stuff like that and I was like I just don't want any part of this this guy jumped out from behind a hedge and struck the vehicle all it's going to take is for him to tell a different version of that story. And next thing, it's oh, you ran a guy over on a on a zebra crossing. I was like, I don't need to have any part of this. I got back in the car. I drove down. Like I said, I was I was attempting to park up. I drove down. I pulled up, apart, and then I had to go through this whole situation of going, what just happened? Now, like I said. I'll tell you what happened and then I'll tell you the rest. As far as the rest is concerned, there was something weird about the situation. The guy wasn't there and then he jumped out of nowhere from behind a hedge. Should there be a hedge next to a zebra crossing? Probably not. But anyway, is there a possibility that I was distracted because I was in the process of looking for a parking space? Yes. There was nobody waiting at the zebra crossing, and the guy didn't make make himself materialise out of thin air until I was essentially halfway through the zebra crossing. Bear in mind, this guy tried to tell me that I almost ran him over. Absolutely didn't, unless he was planning on walking through the back half of the car. It was a very strange situation from my perspective. Not, not my crowning moment. You know, I'm complaining to you guys that, you know, I've got a baby in the car. Didn't stop me getting out of the car to have a go at this guy. Which, you know, again, not a crowning moment in my life. But, I have sort of walked away from this situation and looked at it and gone none of that situation was good from from any side of it I do wonder if there was something going on and whether the situation changed as it went on like maybe he was trying to scam me and maybe decided against it, I don't know Um, but I did have to look at the way I dealt with it and I did have to look at the fact that I didn't talk about it last Monday when it actually happened and would have been a talking point as far as this podcast so I'm trying to make up for that now by talking about it now no part of me feels good about the situation the only thing that I can take away from it was whether I was in the right or the wrong I didn't act the right way And part of me wants to say, I should have just left it, I should have just carried on driving, but I don't think even on my best day, I could have done that. So I, I, you know, I've had to look at it and think, what exactly would I have done on a better day, if I wasn't in in, in the headspace that I was in at that point in time? So there you go there you go, um, jam-packed episode, uh, with all manner of things for me to complain about, um, I've got the school app, um, as you, as you will no doubt guess, it's a, it's a constant source of annoyance in my house, um, In a lot of ways it's great, it gives me the opportunity to see what my children are doing at school. Um, In in a lot of ways it makes me want to throw my phone against the wall. Um, Some of those reasons I'm not going to go into right now. Some of them I am. Um, Like absolutely everything out in the world today, the, the phone app has started turning into, hey, we want to sell you something. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I feel that this is massively unethical. I think it's really bad because it does the, hey, your child did this. Like, cool. Like, do you want to find out more information about that? You know, do you want to be a good parent? Because if you do want to be a good parent, you should give us money. That's how literally how it's sold. It's your child got your, your child did this. Do you want to know what they got that award for? That point for? If so, give us money. And you know how often this happens? It's about every four seconds. Like, I like that that absolutely is an exaggeration, but it's constant every day more than once a day I'll get a notification from the app that says something along the lines of your child got a point find out why and the find out why bit is the money they want the money and I feel that it, I, like I said I feel it's hugely unethical to use something like your child's education as a way to try and bleed money out of you. I understand that there are all these other things and there are all these other ways that there are all these other companies that just want your money. I get that. And I think as a society, it's kind of become one of those accepted things. But not when it comes to... to like, school stuff it kind of feels like that should be kind of sacred in a sense you shouldn't be able to be profiting off children going to school uh, I I don't know is it just me that feels that way or is that like a like a standard kind of thing It 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 infuriates me, annoys me it drives me up the wall I wish there was a way that I could turn it off. I wish there was a way I could just say, you're never gonna get the money from me. Stop it. Like an opt-out. Like some things have a, if you don't wanna receive these silly messages, you can opt out. This doesn't have that luxury apparently. Um. On this week's edition of People Doing Things in the Gym, we're going to talk about people doing nothing. Um, three, three of my favourites this week—absolute, uh, absolute, absolute cawkers. Some of them. Three of my favourites are: uh, there was a girl that came into the gym with a, a, a tiny little handbag. Now. I don't want to be a stickler for the rules, but the rules state you're not supposed to bring bags and other things into the gym. So, you know, she proceeded to stand on a treadmill for five minutes talking to somebody. Then got her phone out of the tiny little bag and put the treadmill on at a... Uh, snails crawl whilst just being on her phone the entire time. There was the guy who was uh, on a bench next to me. Um, I would completed uh, three exercises, which is uh, f- three lots of four times eight. Been three exercises in the time that it took this guy to do two sets of six. Even if I'm absolutely rattling through my three sets of four times eight, still going to be there for a little while. Yep, two sets of six. And today, Today is the absolute cream of the crop. I uh, needed to do bench press, and there's only two available benches to do bench press. One was being used by a guy who was absolutely smashing some heavy weighted bench press. Big props, big up. The other was put, was uh, was was being taken up by a guy who who uh, was wearing uh, a pair of Doc Martens, the boots, not the shoes. Uh, some trousers and a white dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Uh, He'd also put his bag on the bench and sat on his phone the entire time he was there. Super helpful. Super helpful. It, It was even more helpful that every single member of staff just seemed to have the ability to be able to ignore him. Uh, if anybody's wondering my gym membership runs out this week uh, the only the only person that I will have to contend with in the gym after this week is uh, me and possibly either my youngest daughter or what's more likely the 900 spiders that are in my gym currently I've just kind of let them have it as long as they don't, I was about to say, as long as they don't go to the treadmill, but uh, they they have mm. some lovely, lovely water. Um, recently uh, there was new development in. Uh, I was going to say in the area. But it's not, and that's the point. Um, Tim Hortons has opened a branch in Selby. Woo hoo! Um, and being the massive Tim Hortons fan that I am, uh, we decided to make a trip over there on opening day to get the goodies. Uh, we went to Tim Hortons, we um, drove there, it was, it, it was quite a, a nice comfortable drive, especially for, for going to Tim Hortons, because I've done some uh, some absolute monsters. To go for Tim Hortons previously, got there, went in. Not a massive queue. about his opening day. Uh, did purchase some donuts, purchased some coffee, of the hot and cold variety, and uh, brought them back. Um, one of those things, as we know, um, there's been uh, there's been a struggle. Uh, for me personally, with some weight loss issues and the lack of losing weight, and I got to a point where I was like, "Do you know what? All of this, uh, you know, clean clean living and and, and exercise, uh, sometimes it's for it's not for much if you're not losing weight and you can't enjoy yourself every now and then." So I decided to have uh, a couple of days of um, hey if you if you want to eat a donut why don't you eat a donut um and we'll come back to that shortly uh, i kind of thought i kept saying to people oh when i look on the map it's it's further away uh, you know it's far enough away for it to not be a problem but when i did the journey it, it's not that far away it's not far enough away uh, for it to not be a problem um, it, it it it's almost like it's close enough for me to say the phrase. I'm just going to pop out and get a coffee. It's it's a little too close. It's a little too comfortable. Uh, I am scared. Um, but we'll uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how that one goes. Um, does anybody remember when I was talking about the um the like update to the running app that I use, um, and I was like, "That is an amazing addition. Uh, they've, they've really done well there." Um, that kind of that kind of situation. The other day, I went to use my my watch to do a run, and when I pressed the icon for the running app, it was like, "Oh, you need to log in on your phone." Like, well, what is the point in having this if I need to log in on my phone? And then, it just logged in fine. I was like, what? Didn't think anything of it at the time. It was later in the day when I went, hang on a minute. Has there been an update to the app on the watch? Because I realised the one thing that I've been trying to do was I really wanted to um, like put my frequently used things together. Outdoor run, indoor run, weight training. I wanted them together. Outdoor walk. I wanted them all together. And the app on the watch seemed to have done some kind of update and it had done that for me. It had bunched all of the... Like my frequently used... It had put them all together. I'm like, hells yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I have this thing that I absolutely love it when um, companies and products and um, other such things just get it right um, because one of my massive pet peeves in life is when things get it wrong. You know the phrase, you add one job? There are, I find there are a lot of things and a lot of times where that situation comes up. It's like you had one job and you couldn't even do that. And this is kind of an example of the opposite. You, you, know, you had a job and your job is to record exercise, but you've looked at it and went, how can we make it easier and how can we make it better and how can we make it more user-friendly? And went with that. And then like I was talking about previously, we had the whole like... There was a safety issue and they addressed it and um put in a really cool fix you gotta to give top marks and top you know props for people for companies that are going out of their way to do stuff like this it's it, it it's I don't know what you would call it it's like a it's like a better way of doing things Um so yeah big thumbs up on that one I've been dealing, been, been dealing with a weird one recently I feel super uncomfortable I don't know I'm never I'm never normally like this doing a podcast I feel like I'm getting a dead arm or something can you still hear me it feels like you can't hear me anymore Maybe I, I might have to speak up. Well, that'd be awful. Um, I've been dealing with uh, with something recently as a as a parent. Um, two of my four children, and really, will sound a bit weird. They're not really speaking to me. Um, one, I think, isn't speaking to me because allegedly she doesn't hear me well i think the actual reason is that she doesn't listen um, which you know as a parent and a child and all that sort of stuff you anybody would know that sometimes your children don't listen to you but I, there's been points in the last week where i've had entire days where one of my children i'll try and keep it as vague as possible one of my children has just i've realized at the end of the day no not spoken to me all day um and i don't mean like they're giving me the silent treatment like if i ask them a question they just don't answer and that's the theme of the day uh one of my other children is more in the camp of not speaking to me um and I don't know why. And it's not again. It's not that that she's ignoring me. It's not that she's like you know actively not speaking to me. It's like she's avoiding speaking to me, uh, which I kind of put down to um, I think she's probably like she's not telling me something. Like she's not talking to me about something. Um, so. Obviously, I've got I've got one child that doesn't talk, can't talk. Um, so I have to rely on my other child to 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 talk to. Um, I was starting to feel quite lonely at one point. Nobody wanted to talk to me, which is ironic when you think about the way that I have gone about dealing with a lot of things in life is to not talk to people about stuff. Um, that's the thing with karma, you see, it always comes back to bite you in the end. Uh, had an amazing trip to the vets <sighs> Honestly Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna make me it's gonna make me raggy. So Anybody remember when the dog needed to go to the vets? I certainly do. And so does my bank account. I had to take the cat. Cats, plural. To the vets. And it, it, it had come to my attention that the dog probably needed to go back to the vets because uh, the ear infection that he had previously had returned. Um, in between ear infection 1 and after ear infection two, I kind of worked out why he was getting these ear infections, but it was too late at this point because, yeah, he had a hit, he had an ear infection, so I was like, right, I've got an idea. I'll ask the vet for a repeat prescription because they gave they prescribed a antibiotic ear uh, drop. Like I can just get that on a repeat prescription, and we can all get out of this one clean. What I didn't take into account was obviously the vet would have missed out on the opportunity to bend me over the table and take a run up. So when I said to them, "Can I have a repeat prescription?" they're like, "Oh." Ho, 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 ho. Hang on there, sir. That sounds like us not getting a massive amount of money out of you, and that's not how we roll. Come on. So they're like, oh, it says here that uh you should have brought him in after ten days. It's like, no, you said bring him back after ten days if it hasn't cleared up, which it did. We're not saying it now at this point that it didn't clear up, we're saying at this point that it has reoccurred. There is a difference. All right, okay, I'll sort you a repeat prescription. I was like, sweet, got away with that one. Literally two minutes later, Leanne sends me a text message. Oh, the vets have phoned. I'm like, I'm I'm literally sat in the waiting room. Why have they phoned? Uh, They need to see the dog. I've just been through this with them. They don't need to see the dog. They just need to give a repeat prescription. Uh, they, they they say they need to see the dog i was like this is this is ridiculous so i got the cat sorted i got the cat seen too and then i went to pay for that which i don't want to be that guy but uh the cat the, the cats need vaccinations and those vaccinations were previously one price they were it was a standard price it was it's going to cost this much Uh, It's £11 more expensive. Now... Inflation, maybe? Or just... Oh, the vet was closed during that pesky pandemic, so... Guess who's getting the, uh, the benefit of that saving? Anyway, I said, Hi, I've just spoken to somebody, a different somebody, about a repeat prescription. And apparently you've called my partner and told her that you need to see the dog even though i've already been through this oh yeah we needed to see the dog after 10 days i was like you didn't so i explained again so this is how it went this is how it went oh it's a medication checkup it's not a consultation now, in layman's terms, what that means is, we just need, to, just need to have a look. We're not going to charge you consultation prices. We're just going to have a look. And then we're going to give you the repeat prescription. So that's what I heard. I heard it's not going to cost you any more money than the prescription itself. So I said, fine, whatever, I'll bring the dog. So, Hey dog, it's time to go to the vets. Go to the vets. Oh, shall we have a look at the dog? Yes, have a look at the dog. Oh, yes, yes, it's it's the same exact problem. Yeah, yes, I know. I, I could work that one out for myself. And I didn't go to university for eight years. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you the, the eardrops. Cool I think we're all on the same page here. Could have probably done this one myself. Also Ah fuck Here it comes. I'm gonna prescribe you some medication. Alright uh, It needs this bullshit made up medication because we suddenly realized that we weren't charging you enough. And that don't fly around here. So, gonna need to charge you more. In fact, tell you what, today only, one-off special, I'm going to charge you double. What do you think to that? So, we're going to give him this medication, and there's that tiny bit of hope that that maybe they're going to give you it. Or maybe they're going to say... Oh, you know, because you've brought him in, and because you've done this, it's it's got it's all right. It's all going to be not as much money. It's a tiny bit of hope deep inside. So I went to the desk. I said, I uh, oh, don't forget. We need to see him back in ten days. C- cool, because. Anyone want to guess? Anybody? Anybody? Euler? Anyone? That's right, because uh, if if it's not quite cleared up the way that they want it to, he might have to go on long-term medication. So there's that. So I go to the desk. Hi, I brought my dog to see. There's, there's, There's now two medications involved. Ah, yes, sir. And we need to see you in ten days. Yes, apparently you do. Should we get that booked in now? Let's. So they got me booked in. And then they charged me twice as much. Now, I complain when I go to the chemist and get charged an absolute fortune for medication that I need so I don't die. But when you're dealing with animals, I mean, they, they just pull numbers out of thin air. And I know, I know for a fact that he doesn't need this medication. Doesn't need it. Oh, he's got to have this, this many tablets for these many days and then after that many days, he's then going to reduce down. I bet you dollars to donuts... That in 10 days time they're going to say this phrase mark my words they're going to say this phrase it looks better but it doesn't quite look like we'd hope it to it's not quite cleared up but the tablets we prescribed are obviously doing their job so we should we should we should get on those tablets straight away Make sure we're having more of those tablets. And then, I think we'll put him on that permanent medication. And you know something, at that point in time, I'm going to say, you guys have been taking the piss out of me, non-stop. Every time I deal with you, it's something different, and you're taking the piss. And now, you're just bending me over and putting the sandpaper dildo in the freezer before I get here. So yes, I walked out of the vet with an empty bank account. Medication which I can guarantee you the dog doesn't need. Because as I said, we've worked out what's been causing the freaking ear infection. (sighs) Speaking of the dog, and things that I feel absolutely fucking awful about. You know the thing with the car park; it, it all ties back together. So, the other day, so they said like there might be some side effects with the medication, but the list of side effects they gave me were all like, "Oh, you might need to drink more, and he might he might want to eat more." Um, discovered a different side effect. So the other day, let him out, uh, let him out of his den, and went about the day gets to lunchtime and the, the rule in this house is if somebody's eating at the dinner table then you sir are, are to go on your bed so I was like "I oh, go on your bed and he was like no it's like oh, this again like he's been a bit you know a bit stubborn with going on his bed um, it's an age thing so on and so forth go on your bed no you need to go on your bed Uh, i will not do that sir and it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and he just would not go on his bed i'm like this is absolutely ridiculous and uh, i I got him to go in i was like you have to be in there and then he just came straight back out and this was this like this massive ongoing battle between me and him so in the end, I put I put him in, and I shut the door, I'm like, you need to you need to be in there, and he pushed the door open, and I'm like, what exactly is this? So I was like, you need to be in there, and I put him in, and I shut the door, and I put the latch on. It's like you be in there, you know the rules in this house, which he does. He just sometimes pushes him, you know, pushes the rules. So then he starts kicking off, crying. Uh, and I'm like, you know the rules. You have to be on your bed. Why Why has this become such an issue for you? All of this. The meal finishes. Let him out of his bed. That's that. For the entire day, he's just like, the, the, the den's evil. I don't want to go in there the den's evil okay fast forward to tea time right you need to go on your bed i will not do that I, i'm not going through this with you again I, I i don't i know that you're a little bit poorly i don't know that your age is um is a factor but if i say you go on your bed you have to go on your bed what is the problem so i go over and i'm like you need to go in but this time He's looking at it like there's some like like there's a goblin in there, or like there's like a monster, and he's like looking in a particular corner, and he's like, it's bad news in there, boss. I don't, I don't want to go in there. It's bad. And I'm like, what? What is the problem? What is in there? And then I'm like, wait a minute. What if there is something in there? What if like like. I, you know, he start things start running through him. I was like, "What if there's like a big spider in there?" I was like, "He would just eat it, unless it was like bigger than him, which I'm pretty sure we'd have seen." And after a while, the way he started looking in there, and he was like, "It was this particular corner." I was like, "Oh my god, is it a ghost?" No, it can't be a ghost because they're not real. Um, Is it goblin? Could be a goblin. Like what? And then I started thinking. What if it's like a small creature? And then I'm like, have the cats been in? The cats go in the room when he's not there. When he goes on a walk, they have a wander around. It's one of those things. It's like, but they've been doing this the entire time he's been here. There's something not right. What's the deal in the den? Did anybody work it out? Because somebody, a dog owner perhaps, probably worked out the problem. Because the clue was when I said, apparently there are other side effects. And apparently one of those side effects is, sometimes you have a little accident. Sometimes you have a little accident in your bed. Not not, not a toosie. no. You'd know if it was a twosie, obviously. A little, little wee wee accident his bed was wet and it's like what the hell couldn't even work out when it had happened thought that it was potentially in like a like a 20 minute time slot because between Leanne coming down and coming in and saying that his bed was fine and it was perfectly made and me coming down and coming in and saying what the hell have you done to your bed there was like not even 20 minutes but that was in the morning and then I had the flashback to lunchtime and I was like oh my god I made him go in his bed bed was wet he didn't want to go in i thought he was just being a difficult teenager then i shut oh my god i shut the door and and i just felt off. i was mortified i couldn't apologize to him enough got all the stuff out of the bed put it all in the wash made him a new bed up like blankets loads of blankets and stuff i just kept saying i was like i'm so sorry i didn't realize obviously one of those situations should have checked but this is a dog who's been house trained since the first week barring the odd accident here and there at my sister's sofa brand new sofa but you know um he's been house trained since week one And he'd had an accident. And I think and it was a side effect of the tablets. I've been checking on him more. Been letting him out more. And he has been going to the toilet a hell of a lot more. Both ones and twos. But. I felt so bad. And. Honestly. I, I Like talking about it now. I'm like I'm mortified. He'd come like that evening. He laid with me on the sofa. And i just. I just stroked him. Just stroked his side all night. Just stroked his head. Just stroked him. And every now and then I'd just say. I'm really sorry. Honestly. There are these aspects and these issues. That I have with the fact of having a dog. And owning a dog. And. I never signed up for any of this. I just wanted a little. I just wanted like a mate. Like you know. Man's best friend. That's what I was looking for. Not he's you know he's still a puppy and i'm like i'm never going to be able to deal with it when when he when he's not here anymore i'll never be able to deal with it why the hell have i done this to myself and others because i'm just like it's things like that and i think about it all the time I'm like why have i done this and then this situation and i carry this with me now all the time You know how I like to link things together? How like I did the whole car park incident, dog in his bed. How they two, those two things link together. Something else that links together. Um, do you remember how I said I went to Tim Hortons and I bought donuts and I brought them home and I ate them? And I was having a bit of a uh, I'm tired of not losing any weight. So there was a part of me that was like, do you know something? Even if I put some weight on, it might be... You know, at least it's different. At least it's not not losing any weight. Um, you know, here we go. Something that I've been doing. Something that's a bit of a thing. Let's do the weekly roundup. Come on, you. Right here we go. Uh, weekly summary. Oh this fucking thing. I had to get a. I had to get a protective case. For the watch because of the dog, because the dog likes to scratch stuff like why my phone my the protective case on my phone is all scratched to shit. Right. Last week you beat your calories. No shit, Sherlock. Every day. I burnt last week 13,616 calories. I did 126 1539 steps which is a distance of 59.10 miles i had an active time of 17 hours and seven minutes so the bets were this had i a put weight on now let's face it i ate some donuts and then i ate some more donuts so that's high up there on the list of possibilities had i not put weight on but also not lost any weight well for the two weeks previous that's the situation so slim chance of that unlikely what's even slimmer is did i lose weight is there some weird thing that said that by eating a load of donuts, I kicked my metabolism into high gear and actually managed to lose some freaking weight? I'll give you a second whilst I take a drink. Here we go. I'm getting a drink. Think about your answers. Mm. Delicious water. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this point in time, I officially weigh the least I have weighed In over two years. Because I lost two pounds this week. And if anybody can work that one out, I'm all ears. part of me is pleased, part of me is weirded out part of me is trying, I've, I've been trying to I've been trying to rationalise it all day like I said, maybe I kicked my metabolism into gear because my body knows that on a morning it's going to get either eggs or sausages lunchtime every day is the same it's crisp breads with hummus and Philadelphia and corn stuff like that and then tea is salad with corn of some description maybe some rice every now and then and then even though it's october i like an ice pop my body knows what's coming before it even gets there maybe that's part of the problem maybe that's why i'm not losing any weight maybe i needed some big fat juice donuts to kick things into gear so that when i'm running walking, doing whatever five times a day that's not an exaggeration and when I'm lifting weights big heavy weights not that big and not that heavy but hey maybe I needed something to kick things back into gear or maybe the scales are broken although we know that's not true because I bought some new ones and they weighed exactly the same so I sent them back anywho Whatever the reason, I officially weigh the least amount I've weighed in over two years. I can only say it's over two years because that's the I can I, I only rec, I've only recorded my weight for this year and last year and kept hold of them. Um, I'm not down to my fighting weight. Still a ways off. I've got a couple of stone to shed to get down to my fighting weight. Uh, If anybody's wondering what I mean by fighting weight, if you're a new listener, go back a few podcasts. uh, I talk about what I mean by fighting weight. Uh, And even when I get to my fighting weight, which, like I say, is two stone away, I still need another... uh, probably two or three stone from there. So, you know, just probably the five stone to lose. But did lose some weight this week which is nothing short of a miracle in some ways and in others probably about right um entertainment wise tv is a bit weird because i am watching tv related stuff but it's old stuff i'm watching it's always sunny in philadelphia and how i met your mother nearly finished how i met your mother on series eight now um i'm watching a lot of american football as well so that takes up some time um haven't gone back to mike yet uh the mike tyson um series uh but still intend to um movie wise i watched a a film i've seen before and a new film to me uh the first one was because it's like like i said it's october we're trying to do a bit more of a I was going to say spooky, but I don't mean spooky. I mean, more horror-based. Horror's not super high on my list. I have a tendency to go for um, stuff that looks interesting. Um, I I have no interest in jump scares. I have no interest in um, that sort of stuff. But I am quite interested to see the, uh, the latest Halloween movie um that you know that's sort of how our roles the film i watched that i've seen before in in a horror movie sense is the film brightburn if you go back uh probably a couple of years i did talk about it at the time um works on the principle what if superman was a bad guy um done by uh written by a couple of the gun brothers and uh produced by james gunn uh, it's got Elizabeth Banks of um, Scrubs. Uh, Zachary and porno. And uh she direct the second Pitch Perfect movie? Uh, I believe her latest project is Cocaine Bear. A film about a bear that has a load of cocaine. That's not a joke, by the way. Look it up. Um, it's got Badger from Breaking Bad. It's got a kid in it who, every time I see it... plays the main character. Every time I see Brightburn, I go, who's that kid? And Then I look him up and find that he was... Um, in Endgame, when they try and send Ant-Man, Scott Lang, back through time to test time travel. When he turns up as a kid, that's the kid from Brightburn. Uh, anyone else of note? Eh. But yeah, it's basically if when clark kent was a child he decided to be a bad guy what would anybody do about it and it's got a, you know it's got a real horror element but it's also got that superhero element to it superhero the uh, supervillain i suppose element to it the kid's got superpowers and he's basically superman um obviously there's no mention of things like that uh, because it's not not a licensed movie um it was good watching it again uh, i've only seen it once uh i bought it or got it um when it sort of came up to buy and watched it at the time I was like yeah it's a perfectly fine film um watched it again to stick to keep in with like the the horror stuff obviously we did event horizon brightburn this week do kind of wonder what we're going to do next week um, I've got another film on my list, but Lane's got no interest in watching it. So, um, Anyway, that was that. Let's talk about the film that I hadn't seen. Not necessarily a new film, but it was new to me, and that's kind of what matters in this situation. Um, I think a little while ago I talked about watching the first of the Jack Reacher films, um, and I managed to get the second one cheap, I think I paid £3 for it uh, on digital, which I was like, I'm happy to do that. Uh, I recently watched the first Jack Reach film again and was like, yeah, that film's fine. Obviously, we've got the whole my issues with Tom Cruise, that they are. Um, my biggest issue is that he's in films that I want to see. and it's, it's It makes things difficult. Um, I watched the first one again. It was like, it's perfect time to check out the second one. And, obviously it ties into How I Met Your Mother, because uh, Kobe Smulders is the other lead role in it. Something that I very quickly realised about halfway through. <laughs> Something I realised when I got about halfway through the film was that I had absolutely no idea what was going on, which... Kind of told me what I needed to know. There's a point. I don't know if I was maybe not paying enough attention. It wasn't grabbing me like the first one did. At all. Let's put it this way. I can see why there wasn't a third one. Um, I, I don't know if I was paying enough attention. But there's a point. Where they suddenly announce that they need to find this man. Like we need to find this guy. And I went, who the hell's that? And then they were like, hmm, we we don't know where he is, but maybe we can find his wife and maybe she knows. So then they go and find this guy's wife, and the whole time I'm going, who is this guy? They find his wife, she's like, I don't know where he is, maybe look here. Eventually, they find the guy. And then he tells a story about why He's important to the story. And at that point, I was like, are they backfilling this part of the story right now? Very, very strange. I do think that it was possibly me not paying enough attention. Um, Honestly, uh, the, the film felt like a bit of a step backwards. Um... Some of the elements of the first one that made it work was kind of how how slick it was. Um, and the elements that didn't really make the second one work was that that all seemed to have disappeared between the first and the second. Um, the main kind of bad guy was just annoying. Um, I could see what they were trying to do with the bad guy, but he was just annoying. Uh, and I don't think that's what they were going for. Um, and I did wonder if this was the film that kind of really brought to light the the whole, in Tom Cruise films, there's a lot of running. Because, oh my word, I think if somebody went and reviewed like certain elements of that film, probably 30% of that film is running. It was super noticeable. Like, oh, they're running again. That's a surprise just just strange there was things like there was a this is not a spoiler because i'm not going to say what it is but there's a bit at the end where they were trying to work something out and i was like i mean it's pretty obvious where that item has come from what the solution but it was like this big mystery It's like it's not really a mystery if it's super obvious and then they revealed the twist. And the twist was that super obvious thing that I mentioned. It was like, what are we trying to do here? Um, I'm kind of annoyed that I bought it now. Because now I'm like, freaking all am I going to do with this? Luckily it's digital, so it's not taking up any space. So, you know, every cloud and all that. Um... Games. I'm playing a new game and an old game. See a pattern here. Uh, new game. I think I mentioned it last week. I bought Shadow Warrior Three. Managed to get a bit of a bit Wheeler dealer going on. Um, it was cheap, and then I got it cheaper by doing a bit of monkey magic. Um, I did talk about it because I said it was Diet Doom which it is um there are elements of the game where it's a bit like there are issues with the way the game plays which cause frustration like if you if you do a, a jump and you miss the jump but then you fall but then you get stuck it's like i mean just just let me fall so i can restart you know that kind of thing and sometimes when you make a jump and, and you've done everything right to make the jump, but then you miss it and you fall, it's like, I did everything right there. Just because you you you're not coded properly, don't blame me. Um other than that, there's a lot I like about it. Um something that I realised from back in the days of playing Arizona Sunshine, um, I like the kind of I like a game that's got kind of like a funny narration. Uh, which is the thing that really stands out about Arizona Sunshine? It's probably the real, um, other than other than you know shooting zombies. The guy is giving a constant narration, and it's entertaining. And I know that Shadow Warrior sometimes gets criticised for this, but I, I kind of like it. I kind of like that funny narration that's going on. Um, if I'm honest, it's not the main game that i'm playing um like i say i'm playing something else um and there are times that i feel like oh, i should put that on to play it because you know i bought it paid for it kind of thing the other game i'm playing which again i may have mentioned last week is uh the whole fact that i got the division two for three pounds um second hand but it was a special edition so, I had all these, like, you know, art cards because that's what everybody wants. Uh, had the codes in the box. I thought, hey, let's give those codes a whirl and see if they work. And they did, which was entertaining. Still, at this point in time, can't tell you what I got from those codes, but uh, that was kind of cool. Um, not bad for three quid. It is a game I've played before, and because I've played it before when I loaded it up, my my. My previous character was just there chilling. But I started a new character, started playing through the game. Um, There's been a couple of points where I've been playing and been like, I don't want to play this right now. Uh, Which is great great to have another game to play. Um, Jump over to Shadow Warrior, have a blast on that. The rest of the time, I had this huge issue with the first Division game. Um, originally when it was released, it was great. It was like, yeah, this is cool. This is fun. This is a good good game to play. However, when we got further into the game, they went, uh, hang on a minute. People are getting through the game really quickly. Uh, let's make it really hard. So they did an update and they made the game really hard, which made it impossible to play. And I, it really drove me up the wall. What they did when they released The Division 2 is they didn't do that. They made the game a lot more accessible for a lot more people. I always felt as a game it didn't really get the the props it deserved. I don't remember it really blowing up, you you know. Um, And I certainly can't tell you that I've heard anything of them making another one. What I can say is it's a good, solid game. Um I was gonna say every now and then it has its issues, but I, I don't know, you know from a from a um like a coding perspective, I can't say it's you know, chocked full of glitches. Every now and then there's the odd issue here and there with like placement of things. You wanna put a turret down and it just falls on the floor. Um but you know, you move, you replace it, job done. It's been enjoyable. There have been this, there's been this thing running through stuff recently. I need a certain thing from a game and I can't explain to you what that is. I can't put it into words, but I know it when I find it. And at this point in time, the Division 2 is ticking that box. Whether that continues to be the case, we'll see. We'll find out further down the line, but I am happy to put it on and I am happy to play it likewise with shadow warrior 3 one final thing about games um recently i completed a survey it was a survey that uh, i would actually encourage anybody to do uh, it was by i think it was crystal dynamics they're asking if people want a new legacy of kane game i for one absolutely do so i filled in a survey Then it asked me about filling in another survey, which I did. Towards the back end, a question popped up, and it said, name your four favourite games in the last five years. And I put two down, straight off the bat. It's like this one and this one. And then I said, shit for the life of me i couldn't think of two more games and in the end i had to go to my game collection to see what there was actually there to see if i could get any sort of inspiration admittedly i did find one straight away and went oh man why didn't i think of that of course that's one so we're up to three of four Getting that fourth game in that box took me ages. At this point in time, I can tell you what the three were: uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Sniper Elite 5, and Ghost of Shishima. As for the fourth one, couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. I looked at all sorts of stuff: like, oh, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Cyberpunk or. You know, death Loop, or you know, something like that. Um,
1: at this point in time, I
0: can't even remember what I put down. But what it made me realize is that it really is a sad state of affairs when you struggle to fill in four boxes with your favorite games of the last five years. But it's okay people, because the prices of games and consoles are only going up. So big thumbs up. There we go. A bit of a roller coaster episode. Do we call them episodes? I keep wondering. I just I just don't know. Anyway, whilst we all ponder that question, I'll catch you guys later. So there we go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another week gone another week of me, well, who knows what I'm doing at this point in time, going off the rails, big thank you for listening and or watching, big thank you to anybody that tunes into any of our podcasts, Uh, one thing before you go, if you're not a subscriber already, just click that subscribe button, hey, look at it this way, by clicking that subscribe button you instantly enter a competition, so you know, there's an incentive right there, like share subscribe and comment drop reviews and uh, if you want to check out our website it's cookiecast.com there you can leave uh, leave an email you can send us an email you can check out our social media links and uh, just get to know a bit about us and stuff like that anyway the choice is up to you but until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then is a cook cat for